Please be seated. No, in all these things we are more than conquerors through him who loved us. For I am convinced that neither death, nor life, nor angels, nor rulers, nor things present, nor things to come, nor powers, nor height, nor depth, nor anything else in all creation will be able to separate us from the love of God in Christ Jesus our Lord. This past Monday of fall break, we had a gathering in Knapp Auditorium and the Week Center of the Monday Connection. This is a program that was started years ago by the Seminary Administration for the Business Community of Austin. And in it, speakers reflect on how to connect the faith of Sunday with the work on Monday. And this past week's speaker was Dr. Dan Moorhead, a psychiatrist in Austin. And he told the story of his life, of his vocation, and his spiritual life. He told about his journey from an intensive, conservative church background, going to church multiple times a week. Uh, he was very appreciative of this tradition. And the goal of that spirituality and tradition was to die and go to heaven die and go to heaven. And he moved from that particular idea that the goal was to die and go to heaven, gradually to a sense that life in the world was not something to be jumped over, but something that had deep significance. And that life in this world was a place where God's glory was being made manifest. Dr. Moorhead went to medical school. He married Carol and had children and raised them. He shared about how his journey took him from a distant or absent God to a relationship with God and a sense of God's reality through, of all things, the daily office in the Book of Common Prayer. Always good to have a conversion story that's built around <laughs> the daily office. Dan told about his work of psychotherapy, prescribing medicine and talk therapy, and how he gradually came to see what he did as doing nothing. Doing nothing but listening. Listening deeply to the lives of those who talked with him. And to hear and to see and to witness what God was doing for good and for healing in the lives of his patients. He told the story of one patient he had seen for many, many years. Her name is Rose. Her mother had committed suicide when she was seven. There had been major depression and suicide in every generation of her family for four generations. She herself suffered from the crushing darkness of depression that had kept her from marrying, from having children, and from being pro professionally successful. And she talked and he listened 
for a long, long time. And one day he asked her, why is she alive? She works every day, every hour to live. She believes in the value of her life. She is deeply convicted that she would not cause pain for those who loved her as she had suffered after the death of her mother. As Dr. Moorhead listened to her year by year, he began to see in her the Christ, taking on suffering, laying down her life for her friends, her own commitment to life on behalf of others. She was a witness to him and to others in her life of the goodness of God and the power of love. Today is the feast of Ignatius of Antioch, 115 of the Common Era. We remember Ignatius as the defender of the incarnation, the fleshiness of Jesus. He writes, be deaf to any talk that ignores Jesus Christ of David's lineage of Mary, who was really born, ate and drank, was really persecuted under Pontius Pilate, was really crucified and died in the sight of heaven and earth and the underworld. He was really raised from the dead. By defending the real flesh of Jesus, Ignatius affirms the value of our own human flesh, as tempting as it might be to transcend it or try to jump over it in order to die and go to heaven. The flesh, as vulnerable and fragile, and with all the things that can and do go wrong with it, how blessed and precious it is to be made of flesh and bone and sinew and blood as we are. Because Jesus came in the flesh, human life is significant, radiating meaning and value, even diminished, even difficult like roses, because God in Jesus came in the flesh. It is the significance and infinite value of human fleshly life that makes human death the bearer of meaning. Or we also remember St. Ignatius of Antioch as the eloquent champion of martyrdom who anticipated his own with the wonderful purple prose. I am God's wheat and I am ground by the teeth of wild beasts that I may be found the pure bread of Christ. A martyr's death is revelatory, not because death is better than life, but because life is infused with the presence of God. Ethel Lance is one of the nine who died at Mother Emanuel Church in Charleston in June of 2015. And at her burial service, her grandson writes of Ethel. 
She represents something we all know is there, love. She is a victim of hate, but she can be a symbol for love. That is what she was in life. Hate is more powerful. Hate is powerful, very powerful, but love is more powerful. Each of those church members life had meaning. And each death was part of that life of faith, of sacrifice, of self-giving, of living like Rose as Christ, laying down life for your friends. On this feast of Ignatius of Antioch, an ordinary Monday at the beginning of the week, let us give thanks for our flesh, our human lives made holy by the incarnation of God, for their significance and value, and that the death of the faithful has generative power and witnesses to the love of God that is stronger than death. No, in all these things we are more than conquerors through him who loved us. For I am convinced that neither death, nor life, nor angels, nor rulers, nor things present, nor things to come, nor powers, nor height, nor depth, nor anything else in all creation, will be able to separate us from the love of God in Christ Jesus, our Lord. <laughs>